Okay. Um, if everyone's in and has been able to take a seat, then uh, we'll continue with um, with the second part of our uh, forum today, Commoning Aesthetics, uh, which, as Bina mentioned before, um, we'll zoom in a little again. Um, we won't talk about uh, commoning art or commoning aesthetics um, in general, but specifically we'll look into um, the museum, actually. Uh, the, the institutional conditions of, of, for art and aesthetics have been addressed uh, already, of course, but now we'll specifically focus on uh, the museum as an institution uh, that takes care of art's history uh, in order to facilitate its future. Um, for doing so, we have uh, three speakers here uh, with us today, first of which is uh, Arseni Ziljaf. Um, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, sorry. Um, who, uh, who is, who is uh, an artist and a writer and uh, has recently edited uh, a volume called uh, Avant-Garde Museology, uh, which looks into um, well Soviet practices of, of exhibition making and, and, and of, uh, mu museum practices. Um, so he'll be talking mainly about the research he did uh, for that. Um, by the way, the setup is uh, completely similar to the, the previous parts, so we'll have short presentations uh, time for urgent questions and then a discussion afterwards. So uh, after Asini, um we will get a talk by uh, Maria Lind, uh, director of uh, Tensta Kunsthal and also curator of the upcoming Guangzhou Biennial, uh, which opens in September. Um, and Maria Lind will uh, she will talk specifically about um, one project she did uh, at, at Tensta called Tensta Museum. Uh, and then finally. Um, we have Annie Fletcher, a curator at uh, the Van Abbe, um, who will talk about a project that they did and that a lot of people of you will know, I guess, which is uh, the Museum of Arte Util, which is one year ago, something like that? Two years ago already. Uh, okay, so um, then I guess without further ado, we'll move to Arseni. Thank you. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, two remarks at the beginning. I'd like to say thank you to organizers and Kaisko for the presentation, uh, invitation, sorry, and to audience for coming and being here. And I would read today, sorry for this, but I hope uh, it will help in terms of uh, time schedule and uh, better understanding of my Russian English. <laughs> okay, uh, when art history once uh, became common, in the first years after the 1917 revolution, cultural production was not among the priority tasks of the Bolshevik party for obvious reasons. The country found itself in the state of civil war and was constantly anticipating foreign interventions. Uh, the members of People's Commissar Anatoly Lunacharsky, the man who was essentially responsible for the cultural policies of the newborn proletarian state, contain the words of advice he received from Lenin upon his appointment, quotation. 
I do not have time right now to give you various instructions regarding your new responsibilities, nor can I claim that I have any profoundly elaborated system of thoughts with regard to the first steps of the revolution in the educational uh, matters. One thing is clear, though. A great deal of things must be totally turned over, uh, revamped and set on a new course. The pathway of the development of museum work in the post-revolutionary period repeats the general cultural quest of the young socialist state. Great importance during this turbulent time is gained by the figure of Lunacharsky, who was basically appointed uh, the head of the cultural transformation, including those uh, of the museum establishment. Immediately after the October Revolution, the provincial government issued a degree on the establishment of artistic and historical commissions that had, among others, the task of um, revealing, registering and transferring to the museum's cultural objects uh, of special value. In 1918, the structure of the um, governing bodies dealing with uh, museum affairs was enhanced uh, with a special union, the State Museum Fund. It was responsible for the preservation, stock-taking and uh, distribution of collection and singular object of museum importance. Besides the um, governing bodies, uh, the Soviet authorities create uh, the legislative framework um, facilitating the preservation of cultural heritage. The decree of the Council of People's Commissar on the Freedom of Worship, Churchly and Religious Societies declared all the church property uh, national wealth. And the decree on the confiscation of the property of the disrowned Russian Emperor and the members of the former Russian Imperial House allowed to nationalize all the belongings of the Tsar family. At the Museum Conference of 1919, museums um, um, assigned the task of providing open access not only for the scientists and various professionals, but above all for masses. Many places, uh, country states and a monastery of cultural or historical value are being turned into museum complexes. The large private collections are being reorganized into public museums. By 1920, Soviet Russia had already 426 museums, among them 22 museums in Petrograd and 38 in Moscow. And here on the picture, uh, we can see Museum of Atheism, as it was opened in former uh, Kazan's Cathedral uh, Church in uh, St. Petersburg, which, is, uh, which was one of the main important church in Russian Empire and uh, even today. Uh, the role of uh, Bolsheviks in the development of museums at the beginning of the 20th century is evident. One of the main uh, achievements of their cultural policy was a wide access to cultural capital, which was now available to masses as a result of forced nationalization of private collections. Communist approach here was in line with the, the general policy of capital established after the revolution. Private wealth, based on appropriation of surplus value, had to be returned to its producers' proletariat for further common usage. 
but cultural treasures differed from means of production like factories, farms, etc., and differed from luxury goods that could be easily transformed into money. Thus, the debates over the attitude towards the history of art that uh, had now um, uh, become common were crucial uh, for further understanding of art uh, and its role in society, thanks to the re resolu uh, resolution of class contradiction. We don't have uh, time for reviewing um, every aspect of this discussion, and today um, I will concentrate shortly on the opinion expressed by Alexei Fyodorov Davidov and his colleagues in experimental complex uh, Marxist um, uh, exposition. And here we can see one of uh, the images um, of uh, this um, exposition. And I will translate uh, on the topic and read uh, uh, Art of Bourgeois is in that valley of uh, formalism and self-negation. And you can see here several examples of uh, uh, art uh, avant-garde. Uh, Fyodorov Davidov, wo uh, Davidov was an um, exponent of so-called sociological aesthetics, pioneered in the Soviet Union by Vladimir Fritsche. Sociological aesthetics argued that various aspects of a work of art were caused by the artistic position in social relations. Fyodorov Davidov pointed out that museums had always shown history, of, uh, history and art from the viewpoint of ruling classes. For the art institutions, it meant that the collections only contained art by the representatives of gentry and bourgeois strata. Therefore, besides the art by the owned masters, each display complex is to be enhanced with uh, the artworks not recognized by the bourgeois museums as such. The Marxist exposition proposed by Fyodorov Davidov in 1931 transformed the chronological display by schools into the display by art styles in struggle with each other, each style reflecting a certain class stand. Thus, such display essentially represents art history through the prism of dialectical or historical materialism and class struggle. The exposition was structured around class-based interpretation of artworks and was moreover comprehensive insofar as it um, comprised a selection of uh, uh, characteristic artworks that reconstructed the hypothetical living space of their commissioner or potential buyer. Uh, quotation. Uh, depicting the feudal era, we must show the bourgeois along with gentry. In the capitalist epoch, the peasant art. In uh, epoch of urban capitalism, the impact of urban art on the village. Showing some paintings by Bunai Vosnitsov, famous Russian painters of that time. And placing beside them the popular prints uh, which were spread in villages. And the art of urban lower middle class. Only those uh, we can uh, can we present a true image of the art's condition. Besides the material not recognized as high art, the sociological display implied the um, availability of extensive information of non-artistic kind. The exhibitions now contained materials um, on the economic situation of certain social groups, 
geographical maps, diagrams, experts from archival documents, publicistic works, government degrees, uh, memories, literature, etc. An important role in the museum uh, labels was now granted to the political aspect. On the walls, presenting the artworks of um, respective periods, political slogans were placed. Acting as um, binding semantic elements of the display. And I will show one more picture. This is not from Tritikov Gallery in Moscow, but from St. Petersburg uh, Russian Museum. And uh, uh, it is the same approach. And you can read on the top um, uh, anarchism, anarchy as uh, world uh, view is uh, turned out uh, bourgeois, something like that. Um, the Mar Marxist exposition proposed by Fyodorov Davidov, oh, oh sorry, it's, uh, I already read it. Yeah, uh, another quotation. It is necessary to merely uh, reject the beauty of hanging and be able to unite everything within one common display. One should structure the walls in such a way that the slogan material will bear uh, the function not of simple labels, but of a bridge connecting different objects, so that paintings plus slogans, inscription and posters would compound a unified wall composition. In this respect, in order to study the transformation of the artistic forms in art history more profoundly, the display was supplemented with the special art theory halls that uh, dealt with the categories defining for the perception of visual art, uh, like space, color, form, etc. The museum display experiments didn't last long. The way of repression that swept among others creative workers didn't spare museum staff either. The experimental complex display at the Department of New Art of the Tretikov Gallery was shut down and its initiator, Fyodorov Davidov, was expelled from the institution. Creative quest of the 20s was replaced with the party doctrine of socialist realism. The historical, um, chronological, and them thematic approaches were rehabilitated. In the Russian literature on museum studies, uh, it is still pointed out that the provisions of the Fyodorov Davidov, among others, had a devastating Im impact on the museum affairs in the USSR. And uh, as a kind of postscriptum, I will show you uh, some pictures from my project, uh, Museum of Proletarian Culture, that took place in the same uh, department of New Art and Tritikov Gallery, but uh, 80 years uh, after the events described earlier. Um, my idea was to make an artistic replica or continuation of Fyodorov Davidov, uh, uh, Fyodorov Davidov's uh, exhibition, um, made from an imaginary perspective in distant future. According to, uh, according to uh, the legend, after the, revolu 
after uh, the new proletarian revolution, Tretikov Gallery decided to make a new exposition of the second part of the 20th century dedicated to the transformation of proletarian creati creativity. Each decade was represented by one, the most typical work of art. Um, I will show you some images here. So it's like different, different art pieces. Uh, for instance, um, it starts with the um, 60s and with an uh, assembly, assemblage made by an imaginary amateur artist, artist engineer who produced slogans um, made of Soviet furniture. And you can read uh, here, uh, art belongs to people. And this was a uh, speculation on a wide tradition of uh, Soviet DIY uh, movement. And uh, it starts with the 60s and um, and uh, uh, with the manifesto of Moscow Occupy Camp, uh, which was uh, here, and um, photos was a uh, uh, photo of um, Occupy uh, Assembly in Moscow, but inside uh, there was uh, this uh, manifesto, because in Moscow uh, Occupy Camp uh, had this manifesto. So, and um, the story ends with this manifesto, as uh, uh, one more variation on attempt to uh, commonize history by means of returning it to people. So that's all. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, do we have any immediate original? Yes, there. Thanks. I just wonder if you could repeat the last sentence before you started to speak about your own exhibition, please. It started uh, something like in um, uh, Russian museum studies. Yeah, uh, I just, I can explain. Uh, because it's not really a popular approach, even in Russia, no one knows about this Fyodor Davidov uh, experiments. And uh, in uh, literature, which is dedicated to museum studies, uh, they uh, treat it as kind of mistake kind of le leftist uh, deviation of normal museological display. So that's what's the point. Uh, about the black and white pictures you showed before, from what year were they? It's the beginning of 1930s. was uh, this name, uh, it was Experimental Complex Marxist uh, Exhibition, but they usually uh, divided in, uh, in parts because of different uh, epochs. They tried to uh, mm, divide art history according to Marxist uh, interpretation of history. And for example, this one, I guess, was an uh, uh, exhibition with, uh, with the name uh, Art of Imperialistic Epoch, something like that. And here, the idea was that uh, artists of avant-garde uh, tried to uh, make fetish uh, from their critical approach. But after revolution, we should uh, go further and we should uh, criticize our critical methods. And that's why uh, he tried to put uh, even the most radical, most critical art in this field uh, of uh, critical display, let's say. 
and there is kind of uh, misunderstanding of uh, this exhibition because um, you can find uh, articles that tries uh, try to uh, compare this uh, with uh, uh, fascist exhibitions uh, because uh, we can see example of modernistic uh, or uh, avant-garde art pieces in the critical field, but uh, of course it's completely different because it's like different direction. But still it's striking in terms of display. Um, I don't know if anybody else thinks of Entartete Kunst. The degenerate art exhibition. Mm. Um, the the main difference is maybe that uh, the the phrases would have been written a little bit askew, uh, and with a different typeface, but otherwise very similar. Uh, well, um, I saw a reconstruction of this exhibition in New York, and uh, I should say that uh, in terms of display, in terms of including text, for example, yes, it's comparable. But if we try to read this text and try to understand why I wanted to uh, contextualize this uh, art pieces, of course, uh, main uh, uh, idea is completely different, yes? Uh, because uh, in case of Marxist exhibition, idea was to be more radical, yeah, be more um, radical in terms of constructing new communist society, new art and new human, and uh, uh, like next step here should be kind of contextualization and the critique against this display itself, I guess, because it was like permanently uh, uh, permanent development of uh, criticality. So kind of, I, I, I think um, it was like that. I think that's very clear that they wanted to do s really different things, but it's striking yeah. in terms of how space is organized, yeah. uh, how similar it is. Yeah, yeah. But I don't have here, but uh, because uh, pictures are not very good in terms of quality, but uh, there are examples of these complexes when they try to put together um, uh, paintings, for example, and uh, furniture, and um, try to produce this uh, kind of interior of these owners of this art. And uh, precisely this line is different, but I agree that uh, here we can find some similarities. Just to uh, like, uh, make sure that uh, my understanding was correct, that uh, post-revolutionary museum practice as proposed or practiced by Davidov, mm -hmm. is Davidov. That, like uh, using the many uh, multiplies, mm -hmm. like um, and then also object or mm -hmm. things that produce and by workers or proletariat. So that's what we see in the next no, image. No. Uh, 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 no, they they try to uh, include uh, folk art or art by workers, but uh, during that time in Soviet Union, uh, we didn't have uh, like big proletarian art and even proletariat itself because we was more mostly agricultural country, and uh, that's why we <laughs> we needed this forced uh, industrialization, etc., etc., in order to produce proletariat uh, as a class. <laughs> So it's uh, again about uh, producing future. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they, uh, of course, they um, try to include this uh, not, arti not artistic stuff uh, like uh, folk art, uh, uh, posters, advertisement, and even political banners and slogans as kind of uh, part of, uh, of display or uh, creative activity of uh, repressed classes.